Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful bearded heterosexual life Jewish partner, Josh, here working the keyboard and audio sound like it's just a pro, just like a pro. You better believe it, buddy. I don't deserve you. I really don't deserve you. I just, you are so beautiful to me, Josh. Okay. You feeling it? You feeling it? Keep going. It feels good. Keep going. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It's it good. good. Yeah, the wife went down to uh, Fredericksburg with uh, my sisters and uh, one of my sister-in-laws. Mm-hmm. So they had a, a, a little wine tasting. So weekend. you were at home with the kids? Me and the kiddos. Yeah. Well, you're alive, so that's good. Yeah. That's it was good. A, you know, we have a pool, so it's uh, it's pretty easy just to keep them entertained. Get in the pool and shut up. Just a regular do laundry, clean the house type of weekend. <laughs> Nothing really changed. Get in the pool and <laughs> shut the hell up. Daddy needs a drink. Your mother's going to get home. She loves you. I don't. It's whatever. <laughs> shut up. Oh, my gosh. Well, it is a beautiful, beautiful day here in Richardson, Texas. It's oh, It's been heating up, man. It's, yeah. it's getting hot again. I'm already ready for another winter apocalypse. Oh, I am. Not me, man. I love it. I love the summer. <sighs> well, you have a pool. That makes sense. I, I personally don't care for the summertime. It's just too hot in Texas. And, it's like, and I hate saying it because it's what everyone says that they're not going to say. It's like, you know, it's not so much the heat, it's the humidity. It's like, hey, shut the hell up, okay? It's still hot. <laughs> you know, it's like that, that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I enjoy it. I like it. I grew up in the north, so that's right. Yeah, being down here, it's like uh, I, I grew I up here, though. Summer. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's always how it's funny how we always want the opposite of what we have, and then we get it, and it's like okay, this sucks ass. Yeah, that's how I felt like in Alaska. It's like oh, I really love the snow. Then you get up there for like four days. Like I really fucking hate the snow. It's too much snow. It's just too much. It's just too much. Well, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. And don't forget, we were running the monthly special of the Blueberry Halo Gummies for $29.99 for a bag of 20. You can get that on the ShellshockCBD.com website. That goes all month. So the blueberry flavor is really amazing. Yeah. What is Delta 8? What does it do? Essentially, it helps. It gets you high. It really gets you high. It's not one of those scam products. Um, you're going to get 25 milligrams of Delta 8. And it will help you with appetite suppression, helps you eat, makes you hungry. It gives you the munchies. Well, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It gives you the munchies. There's a lot of benefits to that besides oh, yeah. just getting stoned. I oh, mean, absolutely. Obviously, that's uh, one of the... It's one of the bigger one ones. Of the brighter, it's, yeah. It's, brighter talking points. But it's, you know, it helps with yeah. vision. It helps. Uh, there's been studies yeah. that say it Memories. Helps, helps with with your memory. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. So there's a, there's a lot of different benefits as, as well as... And getting you feeling good. Feeling good, yep. So, again, that is all month. The Halo Gummies, the blueberry-flavored, are $29.99 for a pack of 20. And you can check those out at shellshockcbd.com. We own that company. We're grateful for all the love and support we've got. And we're going to launch our new company, Eagles Not Chickens. That's right. That's not happening. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in the comments and Instagram was like, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? It's like, no, I'm totally playing. Eagles Not Chickens. Eagles Not Chickens. Why be a chicken? And you could be an eagle and just shit all over everything. Yeah. No, we should call it pigeons, not chickens. Pigeons, not chickens. Chickens don't get to shit on people. Pigeons do. That's true. We're all about shitting on people here at the show. <laughs> <laughs> pigeons, not chickens. We just shit all over everything. Something good in your life, we're going to shit all over it. It's just, <laughs> that's just how we are. <laughs> well, for those that don't know, today is January 6th. Now, this marks the an- um, excuse me anniversary of June 6th, Dean Day, 1944 where the Supreme Allied Commander General Dwight D. Eisenhower gives the go-ahead for the largest amphibious military operation in history, Operation Overlord, the Allied invasion in northern France, commonly known as D-Day. 
By daybreak, 18,000 British and American parachutists were already on the ground. An additional 13,000 aircraft were mobilized to provide air cover and support for the invasion. At 6.30 a.m., American troops came ashore at Utah and Omaha beaches. The British and Canadians overcame light opposition to capture Gold, Juno, and Sword beaches. So did the Americans at Utah. The task was much tougher at Omaha Beach, however, where the U.S. 1st Division battled high seas, mist, mines, burning vehicles, and German coastal batteries, including an elite infantry division which spewed heavy fire. Many wounded Americans ultimately drowned in the high tide. British divisions, which landed at Gold, Juno, and Sword beaches, and Canadian troops also met with heavy German fire. By the day's end, 155,000 Allied troops, American, British, and Canadians had successfully stormed Normandy's beach and were then able to push inland. Within three months, the northern part of France would be freed from the invasion force, would be, or would be freed, and the invasion force would be preparing to enter Germany, where they would meet up with the Soviet forces moving in from the east. Before the Allied assault, Hitler's armies had begun uh, well, we're not going to keep going with that, but essentially that is D-Day. I believe once D-Day was over, just on um, Normandy, it was over 5,000 casualties. It was 5,000 men died in that, uh, that invasion. Yeah. But hey, 18-year-olds today don't need firearms, but we can storm the beaches of Normandy with, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. So, but that is this day in history. So it is June 6 from 1944. I feel like we should have, like, much more somber music. I know. That's like, <laughs> that did not fit it. Hey, on this day, we lost a lot of Americans. Like, that that doesn't seem right. Can't imagine what, no, the, Jesus, what, no. what, what was going on. No, not at all. I mean, being on those U boats, God, no. or those, uh, not U boats, the, um, oh, God, I forget what they're called. You know, watching Saving Private Ryan, yeah. watching those guys bail out of, I, you're mm -hmm. like, was that the best way? I think it was the only way. Was it? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, they also had, you know, they had, uh, tested the airborne. The airborne jumped in behind them as well. So it was kind of like a whole new concept. Matter of fact, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was the first time we utilized airborne forces. Um, that series, Band of Brothers, yeah. it talks about that, the jump that they did. Um, I believe uh, there was a few other people that jumped as well. I think it was the 82nd. I could be wrong. I think that's right. Yeah, I got a I got a Higgins boat. Thank you, YouTube chat. Higgins boat. Um, I got to brush up on my World War II history. I should know this. This uh, is my old yeah, unit. Yeah, you so should. I should. You'd think that. I'm just a piece of shit American. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, but looking at that stuff, it's just like the... <clears throat> the lives lost and mm -hmm. how they were lost it was I, just like it was an absolute suicide mission well i mean they accomplished it though i mean they had to they, they did had, but at what cost i mean it was a lot it was but i mean it's I, I mean looking back on it now it's just like man that's such yeah. a a tragic time in, in human history yeah to get to that point where there's there was so much life lost well i think the greatest um the greatest travesty that we could allow to ever happen would be to look back on that day and potentially misgender some of those fallen soldiers. That so would be probably the worst. That would be the worst. So we want to make sure that we don't do that. So they, them, she, she, in fact, I, I, yeah, we should make sure that we never misgender our fallen soldiers because that's that's what we're fighting for. Pronouns. Apparently, yeah. it is now. Yeah, absolutely. It's not freedom. It's <laughs> June 6, 1944. Man. I can't even imagine being an 18 year old on that boat, that ramp drops and you're going like, oh my gosh, dude. facing I, gunfire. Yeah. Like machine guns just bearing down your position. <laughs> Good Lord. I think I'd want a morphine shot before <sighs> I got off that boat. But yeah, just hearing like a podcast these days triggers these people to like melting down. It's like, oh my God, this is, 
this is uh, this is worse than freaking D-Day. I don't know. It is what it is. Okay. I just want to apologize on this day of days that we have to get into such stupidity, like such levels of just political ignorance, but we're going to have to do it. So bear with me. Here we go. Um, this is, <laughs> oh my God. I knew this was coming. It was only a matter of time before it starts happening. It starts making mainstream news. But dozens of Georgia churches split from United Methodist Church over LGBTQ issues. The departing Georgia churches mark the latest in a growing divide among Protestants over LGBTQ issues. There is This is going to spark a lot because there are going to be a lot of um, doctrinal churches that will not bend the knee to the LGBT. They're no. like, no, it's wrong. It's, yeah. And then the LGBT is going to be like, no, you should accept us, yada, yada, yada. And it's going to be like, you're not allowed to have a diversity of opinion if you're not in favor of homosexuality. And this is where I see a big thing is going to be like, this This potentially is going to be blowing up massive because I think it, you got to think like, if religion says, hey, we are not going to accept homosexuality, we think it's morally wrong, yada, yada, yada. You know how the LGBT is. You know how they are. It's like, you should accept it. It should be celebrated, yada, yada, yada. It just, hey, yeah. Well, I think... Everybody should be welcome to church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and that's the really the, the Christian doctrine is yeah. we everybody is accepted, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that, you know, you your lifestyle yeah. is gonna be celebrated. Especially yours. I've seen <laughs> I've seen what you do on Tuesdays. I've seen what you do on and I'm sure those you chickens know, don't appreciate I'm it. I'm working it out. I'm sure I'm those chickens do not appreciate it. Every time I come over your place, there's like feathers everywhere. It's like, what the fuck were you doing? Making pillows. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> You timed that for making pillows. <laughs> <laughs> you timed that perfectly. Uh, 70 churches in Georgia split from United Methodist Church UMC last week, largely over LGBTQ issues, marking the latest in a growing divide within th- the third largest Protestant denomination in the United States. The North Georgia Conference voted last Thursday to allow the churches, most of which were in rural areas, to disaffiliate from the UMC. The process for disaffiliation was laid out by the 2019 General Conference of United Methodist Churches through 2023, according to the North Georgia United Methodist Church Conference website. In 2021, the Board of Trustees adopted a process, and along the district superintendents walked alongside the churches that requested the disaffiliate to, to disaffiliate. The conference established uh, ratification by the annual conference as the final step in that process. During a special session in 2019, the UMC adopted a disaffiliation agreement following the churches to leave the denomination through the end of 2023. For reasons of conscience regarding a change in the requirements and provisions of the Book of Discipline related to the practice of homosexuality or the ordination of marriage of self-avowed practicing homosexuals as resolved and adopted to this seems like very um corporate ish yeah i should say I it do. doesn't feel right like they're trying to cross like, all I, the t's and dot all the i's yeah and i get that i mean I, I remember growing up in the church that i went to we had to have like our annual meeting or monthly meeting i forget what it was by i forget but yeah you had to like read the minutes from the last session blah blah blah, blah. we're yeah. going over different things but uh this is gonna happen more this is gonna happen way more and it's going to be more churches saying, no, we don't accept LGBT. Not accept in a sense of you can't come here, but saying, right. like, we're not going to change our doctrine that we preach, which right. they shouldn't. No, they they shouldn't. have the right to free speech like everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's just going to turn more people against them. I know that because LGBT is going to be like, no, you should. You know, I, I had this one friend that we used to follow each other, and he's in the bodybuilding world, and, uh, you know, he's gay, mm-hmm. and he's also a Christian. And, you know, we had some in-depth conversations and, you know, I've told him, I was like, hey, dude, the book, the Bible says what it says. He's like, well, it doesn't mean that. It's like, uh, it literally spells it out. Like, it, it literally says, it says that. So it's kind of like, you don't get to, like, cherry pick the doctrine and then make it fit your wants. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I can see that. But at the same time, I'm going to let 
somebody live their lifestyle. Hmm. If like, oh, absolutely, not, yeah, yeah. And I think that you're never going to get anywhere if you're trying to, you know, thump somebody on the head with a Bible and be like, "This is how you have to do it. This is the only way." Yeah, they're gonna they have to have that own come to Jesus moment themselves, yeah. to where they're like, "Okay, I can't live this lifestyle anymore." And, and it goes beyond just homosexuality; it goes yeah. on to like other things too. Oh, yeah. So it's not like being gay is the worst thing in the world. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a ton of people who live a gay lifestyle who are super nice people oh, yeah. and would bend over backwards to yeah. help people out. <laughs> okay, you said backwards. You, you saved yeah. it then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. I agree. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. I'm not your judge. I'm not your no. jury. But don't expect churches to change their doctrine to appease right. your outlook on life. I don't agree with that. But yeah. I could easily see, like, a lot of the LGBT turning mafia on them, be like, well, this church should be shut down for preaching hate speech. Yeah. It's like, no, no, they shouldn't. No, and that's just not how things are going to get done. No. I mean, you could have a bunch of Christians who shut down a city block and have a, mm-hmm. a church day parade or whatever you want to call it, and you mm-hmm. probably have a bunch of people showing up there, you know, condemning them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People just do it just for, just to be little shits. Oh, man. But that's happening. And then, um, where's that? Where's Yeah, so as far as the LGBT and this being Pride Month, this article, uh, I saw this, and it's like, good grief. Let me try and pull this up here. Oh, and it's stuck. Son of a bitch. I got to... Hold on. This is from Breitbart. Oh, it's being goofy. What the hell? Like, it's... Let me see if I can close this. Well, basically, I just lost all my stories. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, there was, a, uh, there was a, a pride parade in Italy, and they were basically depicting an image of the Virgin Mary in BDSM um, clothing. And it, you can clearly tell it's her. And she's wearing, like, a choker and some other stuff, and she's bare-breasted. And this was in Italy at a pride parade, and it's just like, you know... See, that's what you're, I'm talking you're really going like, to turn a lot of people right. against you when you try and take on that role. You're you're going after religion. They're going to fight back against you, and justifiably so. Like you doing this is pretty fucked up, honestly. Yeah. This weekend, did you find it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's disgusting. It's you're gonna you're gonna make. Are you looking at the article? Yeah. You can go ahead and read it. Read it. it says uh, this weekend's gay pride parade in. Uh, Cremona, Italy, mm-hmm. featured a bare-breasted mannequin dressed as the Virgin Mary, sparking an intense national debate on social media and elsewhere. Uh, in a move that many Christians have uh, decried as blasphemous, Mars paraded the mannequin decorated with BDSM, studded black leather, and topped with a blue uh, Marian veil, complete mm. with a halo. It, I mean... I don't know well, what, what would be the purpose of doing that other than trying to simply to provoke provoke somebody into yeah. into something. And they're gonna wonder why people don't like your movement. I mean, they got the um, the Pope mm-hmm. and drag. Yep, uh, and he's he's been like a big supporter of the gay community. I feel like right. It's yeah, dude. I'm. It's just people are gonna like. Do you support the LGBT? It's like no, no, I don't. No, I, I mean you can't. I, I can't support a. A parade where people are tracing around naked, half naked, yeah. and, are, and encouraging kids to twerk mm-hmm. for dollar bills. And I'm not sure what that has to do with being gay. Yeah, I can't get, I, you know, I just can't support something like that. Oh, hell no. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where it is, folks. Well, hey, good news is Carolina Panthers add first transgender member to cheer squad. So there's that. That's, that's you know, hey. Yeah. 
I don't care. I just think it's weird. I, I don't care. I'm sorry. I just think it's weird. The Carolina Panthers have announced the addition of its first transgender NFL cheerleader. Justin Simone Lindsay has made the Panthers top cats cheerleading squad, according to the new squad members Instagram post. Um, uh, cats out of the bag. You are looking at the newest member of the Carolina Panthers top cats cheerleaders, top cats, but first transgender female Lindsay wrote on Instagram. I'd like to thank the beautiful and talented dancers who supported me along the way. Uh, and then you see a picture of his butt cheek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice tits, bro. <laughs> Men are just crushing it. Oh, they are. Like now we're taking over cheerleading. That's it. It's like that's it. The LGB <laughs> is like destroying the freaking the uh the feminism out there. It's like the reestablishing the patriarchy under yeah. the guise of homosexuality. That's it's right. like bam, how do you like that? Get back in the kitchen. It's like get back in the kitchen, bitches. <laughs> You did not see this coming, feminists. Like, feminists are so pissed off. It's like, we want uh, equality, not not men getting involved. But, you know, our men are okay. Then the gay co- you know, people start coming competing. It's like, oh, wait, not, no, no, not like right, that. Not right. like that. It's like an avalanche. Now gay men are just dest- just dominating and destroying. Why aren't men allowed to be cheerleaders anyway? Oh, they are. Like in prevent. I don't see any men in prevent. Oh, in like, NFL? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, probably because most people, it's like, why don't men work at Hooters? Because we don't fucking go to Hooters to look at men. Much less the wings. It's boobs, boobies, Another tatas, one. sweater puppies, milk duds, whatever you want to call them. That, that's that's the name of the fucking restaurant. And I'm sorry, if a transgender got hired Hooters, I'd be very confused. It's like, okay, this, no, this is too much, too much. Wow. This isn't right. It's not look, real. Oh, God, it's the, not real. Oh, oh, God. Look at the Adam's apple on that lady. <laughs> Ma'am, you have a very nice penis. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, some Rays players choose not to wear LGBTQ pride night patches, citing religious faith. A number of Tampa Bay Rays players decided not to wear rainbow-colored logos on their uniforms as part of the team's annual pride night on Saturday that recognized the LGBTQ community. Tampa Bay Rays manager Kevin Cash addressed it on Sunday's game, saying he doesn't think it'll negatively impact the clubhouse because discussions among the players over past few weeks were constructive and emphasized the value of differing perspectives. Uh, The first and foremost, I think the organization has done a really good thing to have pride nights supporting our gay community to come out and have a nice night at the ballpark. Cash said, impressed that our players have had those conversations. We want to support our players that choose to wear or choose not to wear to the best of our capabilities. Or you could just do this. Nobody wears anything. I think that's simple. If it's my company, it's like nobody's wearing shit. Yeah. At all. Never. That way, it just we know. Across the board, the standards are even. What you want to do on your own time, it's sure. you. When you're part of this company, nope. Not going to happen. But everybody wants to take a position. Huh? Uh, 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 see what I did there. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, guys. <laughs> I mean, they can do whatever they want, but, uh, yeah. you know, they could have the same thing for Christians. Oh, absolutely not, dude. Yeah. We can't have that. What the hell's wrong with you? Christian night. Christian night. Well, Come on. Get out of here. Get out of here with that nonsense. Do you mean equality for everybody? Resurrections. Oh, my God. Get out of here. You're crazy. You're so crazy. You and your equality. What the fuck's wrong with you? What else we got? Elon Musk threatens to end buyout deal with Twitter over fake accounts. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is threatening to end his $44 billion buyout over offer to Twitter, accusing the social media company of not complying with his request for data on how many fake accounts exist on the site. This is a smart tactic to take. He's, he's basically exposing them. He's yeah. forcing them to expose themselves in the sense of, not like that. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> not, not like that. 
uh, essentially kind of like blowing the whistle on him and doing it yeah. in a um, international forum. And it's kind of it's a smart move to make. Like he did, I think. I wonder if this like his was his end time strategy was to like get them to expose themselves as far as like, hey, you have like twenty. Because originally they said they only have like five percent are mm-hmm. fake bots. Elon's saying it's upward of like twenty to twenty five. That's a massive thing. Yeah, that's a massive shift. So it was a win-win for him all around. It, it has like been if so he far. It, great. Mm-hmm. If not, then he just exposes that their uh, yeah. platform. Yeah. Full of bullshit. Full, full of bullshit. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is threatening to end his 44 billion buyout over the Twitter, accusing the social media company of not complying with his request for data on how many fake accounts exist on the site. Mr. Musk is not required to explain his rationale for requesting the data, nor submit to the new conditions the company has attempted to impose on his contractual right to the requested data. Musk's lawyer Mike Ringler said in a letter to Twitter Chief Legal Officer Via Gotti. At this point, Mr. Musk believes Twitter is transparently refusing to comply with his obligations under the merger agreement, Ringler added. Ringler went on to say that based on Twitter's behavior to date, Musk believes the company is actively resisting and thwarting his information rights and the company's corresponding obligations under the merger agreement. This is clear material breach of Twitter's obligations under the merger agreement, and Mr. Musk uh, reserves all rights resulting therefrom, therefrom, including his right to not not to consummate the transaction and his right to terminate the merger agreement, Ringler said. Last month, Musk, who was successful in his $44 billion to bid to buy out the company and take it private, said his deal with Twitter cannot move forward until the company clarifies the number of bought accounts on the platform. Uh, the SpaceX CEO added that his offer was based on Twitter's SEC filings being accurate and that he believes the platform could have 20% bots or much higher. <laughs> I mean, he's right on this. Yeah. Because people don't understand, like, you calculate the number of users. It's like, it's almost like some companies look at, like, a following, each follower's worth a dollar. Right. And that's essentially kind of like what your platform could potentially be valued at. It's much less than that, but you get where I'm coming. It's like a little uh, matrix for you to go by on that. But is he's 100% right here. Yeah. 5% is way different than potentially 20 to higher. Much different. Let's see. This website has, uh, there are 330 million act- monthly active users, mm-hmm. and then 166 million, which represents a 24% growth in 2019. Uh, let's see. Twitter's monetizable daily active users stands at 166 million. Jeez. So if 125% of that, that's a... Uh, <clears throat> It's a lot. That is a lot. 100%. Well, I mean, I don't blame them. They're not going to comply. They're trying to withhold information. It's like, yeah, well, it's, it's pretty sketchy. Something's going on yeah. here. I don't trust that. I would never trust that. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, Cock of the North, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau uh, like, what was it, a week ago, a week or two ago? He's talking about these gun bans and shit like that. Well, gun control misfire. Trudeau pistol ban sees stores sell out of handguns. Gun stores in Canada have seen handguns fly off the shelves, with many selling out altogether after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced gun control legislation freezing all pistol purchases. And what appears to be a seismic political misfire, Canadian gun stores have been reporting a massive surge in handgun sales after the country's leftist Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, a.k.a. Cuck of the North, announced that he would be implementing gun control laws, totally freezing the import and sale of this class of firearm. How did you see that working out there, genius? Like, I mean, seriously, do you not like watch how America operates? Like before Biden was about to take presidency, ammunition yeah. prices were through the fucking roof because yeah. everybody was like, here it comes. Yep. And then he got elected. And it was like, shit, here we go. Yep. It's like, yeah, anytime a Democrat's about to take office, gun sales go through the fucking roof because they know it's like they're going to try and push gun bans. So get your AR-15 while you can because they're going after this bad boy. 
Many shops in the country have now reportedly sold out of pistols entirely despite extremely restrictive laws already in place in the country, which can make the purchase of a handgun uh, very difficult, erroneously difficult. According to a report by the AFP, every gun store owner who spoke to the agency openly decried Trudeau's declaration that he would ban the sale of handguns, while also saying that they had all seen a massive surge in pistol sales since he made the announcement last week. We sold 100 handguns in almost our entire stock in the last three days since the prime minister announced the freeze, said the co-owner of the uh, hunting store, Jan Levin, before emphasizing the, uh, the ban would only hurt legal gun owners. And he's 100% right there. Mm -hmm. Another shop owner, Josick of Double Tap Sports, said the Liberal Party leader's announcement had created a panic and that people were now rushing out to buy handguns. Weird. Almost all the stores are sold out, including me, Kovic noted with the AFP, also reporting that many gun stores saw lines out the door only hours after Trudeau's anti-gun declaration that many sold their entire stock of handguns within a matter of days. Good job, buddy. Now you got, now you got more guns out there. It's like, right. yeah, good luck. You, you can ban them, but they're already, they're already there. He's got manufacturers high-fiving. Oh, my God. Oh, they're making so much sending money. Them, sending them a gift. Oh, absolutely. They can send them a Christmas basket. Absolutely. Well, some more good news here at our southern border. We have migrant and potentially the largest caravan ever demands Biden keep asylum promise. The Haitian migrant cited Biden's vow to end Title 42 and called on the president to keep his promise. A Haitian migrant taking part in what could be the largest migrant caravan through Mexico to the U.S. is demanding that President Biden keep his promise to allow them to stay once they reach the border. He promised the Haitian community he will help them. The migrants who were interviewed by Fox Friday said, he will recall Title 42, he will help us uh, have real asylum. The migrant is taking part in a caravan that could become the largest ever to reach the U.S. southern border. With the current numbers close to 10,000 migrants, it's expected to swell to about 15,000 before it reaches the border. The caravan departed Tapachula on Mexico-Guatemala border on Monday. Uh, the migrants, which mostly come from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua, will travel what is known as the coastal route to reach the U.S. border. <laughs> Dude, this is where we're at. This is where we're at, America. Bring them in. Bring them in. Forget the vetting. Forget those that are doing it the right way, the yeah. money they pay, the waiting, the paperwork. No. Absolutely not. We should just let them all in. That's been their plan all along. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Tucker Carlson was talking about this before Trump was elected mm -hmm. with the open border. They could get 20 million illegal immigrants in here. Mm -hmm. Then, I mean. Oh, you can tip the scales of voting 100%. Oh, they want them to vote. That, that's it. And then Democrats will sit there on their, their podiums and say, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. You are importing all these yeah. people in here and you keep pushing for their right to vote. That's it's kind of like, you know, I just I think this country has just gone off the deep end. Our leadership has gone on. They will literally go to any lengths to include destroying this company to mm -hmm. ensure they get reelected. These people are so hell bent on power. They are so hell bent on keeping their the reins of, of control in their hands. They're, they're going to do anything they can to include yeah. bankrupt this country oh, and yeah. bring in 15,000. Like, I'm just good. Lord. Like, fuck Americans, though. Right. Fuck us. It's, uh, it's not like Jim Jordan just came out and was like, everything that they're doing is intentional. Oh, absolutely. So the, just everything from the open border to. If you go against the, the, the racist. High gas prices yeah. to 
Yeah. All the rising food price, all that stuff. Yeah. What would you do differently if you were trying to ruin this country? Uh, they're on the right path. Yeah. They're certainly on the right path to doing just that. They're just going through a checklist right yeah. now and saying, okay, let's open that border up. More dependency on okay. foreign oil. Let's you go got and get open southern border. We got a proxy war with Russia. Pull, botch, pull out of Afghanistan. And then they, you sit there. You leave behind like $850 billion worth of military-grade equipment, and then you turn around and tell me I can't have an AR-15, but you left that for the Taliban? Are you fucking kidding me? It's insane. It's nuts. They just made him a, 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 a world player. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, absolutely. Military. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, okay, well, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I can't imagine any liberal taking pride in voting for this. This botched administration is just, it's... Like I said before, like you could not have asked for a better downfall of the DNC than what we're witnessing right now. It's crazy. In the history of American politics. I mean, I, I can't say that it was ever like this bad or maybe it was worse. I mean, it probably was, but I mean, Great Depression era, there's that. But you look at what's going on now, like just the massive failures and lack of accountability on this administration. I can't think of a single thing in my lifetime to compare it to outside of like being in the Middle East and setting up that government, which was just... Yeah, like trying to stack ice on a hot summer day. It just keeps falling apart. I talked to my, you know, my parents are in their 70s, mm -hmm. and they're like, we've never seen anything like, like this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. And this, I'm like, oh. Sheesh, it's bad, man. It is bad. Buddy's texting me yesterday trying to fill up his Jeep. 100 bucks. It's crazy. 100 bucks. Down here, it's like, I think regular on Leaded's going for like 430-something, 440-something. Yeah. I just, oh my gosh, dude. But hey, we're, we're all hunky-dory. Hey, it's Pride Month, though, folks. It's Pride, Pride Month. Month. Yeah. It's good. Thing. Let's celebrate the gayness. That's it. But We're going to celebrate the gay away. Like, nobody cares who you sodomize. Like, I'm but just, I'm over this bullshit. I'm still waiting. Like, I thought about we should take the Shell Shock logo and put a rainbow on it and then post yeah. it. <laughs> just to troll people. Uh, I just I want to do that so bad. We should we should come out with a rainbow CBD. We should totally, we should totally pander for this. Set up a GoFundMe. It's like, hey, you send us a dollar. One dollar equals one not supporting homophobia send us your money to fight homophobia and we're just gonna <laughs> i don't know what we're gonna do like I, I, look we're gonna get a a big boat <laughs> we put it down in the pacific what are we doing with a tour we're gonna vacation oh okay <laughs> we're, we're gonna buy some mansions up in california in a predominantly non-gay neighborhood that's yeah. how we're gonna fight homophobia that's what where have do. i seen something similar to this before what, what was this we need a, a private jet to take us around <laughs> to Las Vegas so we can stay at the Bellagio. Absolutely. That's how we fight the, little, the gay yeah. haters. That's take that, you win. homosexual haters. <laughs> Look at me shooting craps. That's $5,000 <laughs> gone down the drain. It's the only way we'll win. It's the only way we can defeat homophobia. <laughs> it's a great plan. It's a great fucking plan. I'm here for it, bro. I'm Look. here for it. Look. Eagles, not chickens, right? <laughs> Eagles, Am no. Right? Pigeons, not chickens. Pigeons, not chickens. Pigeons, right? not chickens because we can shit all over everything. That's just how we are. That's how, that's how we are here at the American Savage Show. We're like, we're a couple of great pigeons just strutting around, just shitting all over everything. We try and fly as high as we can, which isn't very high. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, just take a huge dump on this. It's high enough. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, this isn't really too much in the press, but uh, at least 14 shot during shootout in downtown Philadelphia. Where, where's the coverage on this? At least 11 people were injured and three killed during a late Saturday night shooting in downtown Philadelphia, which, by the way, has, as you stated before, some of the most strictest gun laws yeah. imaginable. And yet here they are just. Ugh. So maybe it's not actually the guns. Maybe it's the criminals utilizing. I, I don't That's know. a lot of people. 14? That is a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, that's a mass shooting. Yeah. 
Why is there? Oh, because it's not children. It's not a school. So if it's not children, it's ah, just 14 people shot, whatever. Well, is there children? Uh, not from what I'm reading the report now. Uh, CBS News reports that Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw noted that one of the alleged gunmen was killed in the shootout. Outlaw indicated that the 34-year-old Gregory Jackson was involved in a physical altercation with another male that was potentially the genesis of the shooting. These individuals eventually began firing at one another, with both being struck, one fatally. Uh, sounds like they had themselves a good old-fashioned uh, Mexican standoff. You gotta skin that hog leg or whistle Dixie. Oh, wait, it's Philadelphia. You gotta skin the fucking hog leg or you whistle Dixie, you prick. What the fuck are you doing? Give me a cheesesteak. Give me a cheesesteak. Hey, Fred, look at this fucker. Draw, bitch. One of the other fatalities was identified as 27 year old Alexis Quim, and the third fatally was listed as an unidentified 22 year old male. Breitbart News noted there were nine shootings in Philadelphia Friday into Saturday afternoon, nine shootings prior to the shootout Saturday night. One of the shootings resulted in the death of a pregnant woman in her 20s. Fox 29 reports that the woman had been shot in the head when police found her Saturday on Richmond Street and the Wheat Sheaf Lane shortly before 1.30 a.m. The woman died, but doctors were able to save her baby. Well, that's some good news. Yeah. That's a horrible situation. Jesus. Golly. That's fucking horrible. Press doesn't get to touch that, though. That's incredible. They ain't going to touch that. Not going near it with a brick stick. It's just, it's so sad to see, man. That just the, the bias in the MSM, not wanting to report other things and just like focus on schools and things such as that. It's like, I was on Austin Peterson's show this morning. Um, <laughs> so this is good. Uh, he hits me up last night. He's like, hey, would you like to come on my radio show and talk about the Robert O'Neill thing? I was like, yeah, sure, I don't care. He's like, what, what would be an accurate title for you? I was like, yeah, just combat veteran business owner and drill sergeant, whatever. And uh, I wanted to put, like, not special forces. Because <laughs> it seems like all the special forces dudes are like just really stepping on their dicks right about now. Mm. It's like, dude, Rob O'Neill, Tim Kennedy, Dan Crenshaw, like the SEAL and SF community. It's like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm not saying this about all SF communities. I'm just saying that uh, a lot of these big wig, big veteran influence are kind of, like, stepping on the crank a lot lately. And it's kind of like, uh, am I, like, the only veteran that still believes in the Second Amendment? Like, I don't know. I saw Pete's meme of uh, Rob O'Neill with, like, all of his decorations. Oh, God, going yeah. Out to Dude, this guy tweets this, and I think people I think people were thinking that he was tweeting this at me directly. Like, no, these were from his Twitter account that I was just sharing was all. Um, but he tweeted this out. He says, respectfully, my two silver stars, my four bronze stars with valor, and the other shit on my chest would have a voice in this talk. He's referring to the Second Amendment. Oh, I've been to the range, too, and my fucking body armor has Bin Laden's blood on it. Call me vet bro, pussy. Like, dude, you're a douche. <laughs> like, come on. Like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, really? I didn't. I didn't realize that. Like, having that many like silver stars. And now, don't get me wrong. Like, hey, props to you and your service to this country. I get it. It's like, but that does not make you a subject matter expert on the Second Amendment, especially when you're going against it. So I don't know. But anyway, Austin had me on a show this morning. Oh, and last night I decided to have the wild idea to try uh, another bite of the uh, Delta Bar. Those are so Our powerful. Delta 8 chocolate, and it was the uh, the white chocolate. And I broke off a piece. I don't think I accurately measured it, because after I ate this thing, within like 45 minutes, I am like just out of, I'm like so chill. I feel so good, so amazing. I'm like, oh, and then I just lay down, and I had the best sleep ever, to the point where my alarm's going off, because he's calling me at like 7.30. He's like, all right, I better set it for like 6.30. 
So the alarm goes off. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'll put it to seven. Wake up at seven. It's like, all right, I should get some coffee. As soon as I get out of bed, like the room is still kind of like a little spinning. I'm like, I'm still fucked up. Like, oh, fuck. Wait. Wait a minute. You're crazy, Wait minute. man. You're crazy. So it's like, no, I'm still high. Like, I am still high right now. So I get my coffee. I like splash water on my face. I'm still like, even now, I am still high. I took this at like eight, nine o'clock last night before bed or 10 o'clock, whichever. I'm still feeling it and it feels good. It feels great. But I'm on his show and he's like, he's hit me with all these questions. Like, man, I really hope I'm answering these things as good as I think I sound on my head versus like, you know, when you're drunk, it's like, oh my God, that's yeah. so funny. And then you go back and you watch it's like, no, you were stupid. Like you were stupid drunk. <laughs> you weren't funny at all. So he's asking me all these questions about like, you know, what's his beef with you and Rob O'Neill? It's like, oh, I don't have a beef with him. It's, he's not beef with me specifically. Yeah. But I think pretty much the whole 2A community is beef with him, beefing with him right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. That's what you get. I'd like to have yeah. him on the show, but uh, I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't responded. I don't know. Some of those things, even, uh, I mean, there's police that say that there should be an age limit or restrictions mm -hmm. on the weapons that you can buy and stuff yeah. like that. And that's just, I mean, it may make sense from. It's their, a slippery slope. Yeah. Because it's there's so many slope. people who follow the laws mm -hmm. and you're really just. Yeah. In, implementing these laws on people who already obey the laws. 100%. Like how many more laws do I need to have to mm -hmm. own a, a firearm? You're right. Punishing those that do the right thing because of those that don't, that's not fair. Right. That's not right. So I got to go, do you want me to take one more class or you I mean, gotta get, have to be, have a bigger say? What about or? drunk driving? We yeah. don't see nearly as much and there's more people killed in drunk driving accidents and alcohol related incidents than gun violence. I mean, fentanyl so is like, killing people 18 to 45. That's the hey, leading hey, cause hey, of Josh, men hey, right now. Dude, stop. What, what's wrong with you, so man? What's wrong with you? Stop. We're all over the place You're here. making too much sense now, and I can't have that on a Monday, okay? The way this country is operating, you need to be just as fucking retarded as everybody else. Like, stop this yeah. making sense. What the hell's wrong with you, dude? You're over there preaching, like, logical, rational thinking, and I'm over here just kind of like, yeah, thinking about what I want to call you gender-wise, or, yeah, dude, just stop. Stop <laughs> with this. It's pathetic, dude. It's fucking pathetic. It's crazy. I think a child could go up and step foot into that administration and run it better than Biden is. Anybody. Anybody at this point, yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> any port in a storm. It's like any clown in the circus. Let somebody step up, please. Somebody can. Oh, my gosh. You just, you can't make this shit up. You can't. Uh, over 400,000 Ukrainian migrants to be put on unemployment benefits in Germany. I'm sure the German people love that. 400,000 people are being put on unemployment in Germany. Hey. That's one of those, like, you them. started this, you deal with it. Don't bring them over here. No, ma'am. Oh, and there's already reports now that uh, Gustav's uh, missile systems that we sent to Ukraine are already on the black market selling for, like, $30,000 over there. I mean... There's screenshots from various different websites showing the uh, the javelins and shit like that we sent them for sale on the black market in Ukraine. It's like, have, have we not learned? Like, have we... Did you not know what the Taliban did? shit on, on, on purpose. On purpose. This is all purposely done. Yep. I mean, why else would you send that out there into a black hole knowing that it's yeah. just going to hit the black market and it's going to end up in the hands of somebody that's going to use it for terrorism? Hey, but you know what, Josh? Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. We got rainbows for everybody. Rainbows for everybody. Come rainbows on. Rainbows for everybody. You're going to love it. <laughs> and if you don't, you're a bigot. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's just, yeah. Um, 
Joe Biden approval on economy dropped 19 points in the last year alone. President Joe Biden's approval on the economy has dropped 19 points in the last year. Americans identify it as one of the most important issues facing the country. A May NBC News survey, fa survey found. The survey asked respondents to identify as the most important issue facing the country. A plurality, 22% said the cost of living, followed closely by 18% said jobs and the economy. Voting rights and election integrity rounded out the top three with 12%. Americans identify economic issues as the most pressing issues coinciding with Biden's abysmal ratings on the economy. According to the survey, one-third or 33% currently approve of Biden's handling of the economy. I want to talk to these people. Who is this 30-something percentile of idiots in America? I mean, I think then you say before, it's like, well, the employees at CNN, yeah. the employees at Facebook. Ryan Stelzer. <laughs> that fat little nerd. It's going great. <laughs> I can't fill up my scooter. I'm taking the skateboard and doing blow. I've, I've lost 15 pounds because I can't afford to eat. And I got a blood everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. Fuck you, Jenny Craig. It's body by Biden. <laughs> Walk it after work. <laughs> Fat ass. You fat fucks need to lose weight anyway. Water's free. <laughs> oh my god, it's working. It is. It is. We're. we're hey, that's it. Hey, here at the Biden place, we're gonna cut that COVID weight off you yeah, because you can't afford shit. You're gonna walk everywhere because you can't afford the fucking gas. Yeah, it smells like progress. <laughs> smells like I'm broke. I know, but at least I'm skinny. Mm, smells like ramen noodles again for dinner. <laughs> Mm. I've got a few cans of uh, Hormel chili in there. We're going to mix it with some ramen noodles. Thanks, Biden. Mm. <laughs> Pay your fair share. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where we're at. That's it. That's where we're at. So here's to us losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> get that COVID weight off. Oh, get that COVID weight off. There it is. Body by Biden. We should make a skit after that. That'd be yeah. good. Oh, my God. I just... The German state agency has said that it will likely be soon providing 400,000 more Ukrainian migrants with unemployment benefits over the next few weeks. A total of around 410,000 migrants ostensibly from Ukraine will soon be on the German dole with hundreds of thousands more on top of that expected to end up reviving unemployment or receiving unemployment benefits in the Euro central European state before the end of the year. Uh, this is the assessment by Germany's Federal Employment Agency, which is already reportedly giving handouts to millions of migrant migrants under the so-called Hartz scheme. Uh, according to a report by Devault, hundreds of the, uh, thousands of people claiming to be refugees from Ukraine will sign on to the German dole uh, over the coming number of weeks, though the agency also reportedly emphasizes that these numbers can fluctuate significantly over time. You don't say. What? Hey, guys, what, uh, come over here to see Germany. We have free money. <laughs> Where are these Ukrainians coming from? Why they come here? Well, France, maybe because you said we have free euro for them. That can't be it. Also, I think that's it. It's <laughs> pretty good. Good German accent. It's very accurate. Mm -hmm. Call me Hans. Hans Franz, Franz Hans. Mm. <laughs> Come to Germany if we have free euro. And just, I feel bad for the German citizens now because you know they got to be pissed. You know they've got to be pissed. You'd think so. Right? I think they are. It's their money. How many refugees have they let into their country? Oh, Europe's definitely taken a lot, especially from the Middle East and stuff like that, especially in places like France. Like, they were kind of like, this was not the best idea. Yeah. Yep. Is that when? I'm trying to think why all the all those refugees started pouring over to Europe. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> like over in France and we're in Germany. Because their countries are shitholes. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, that's offensive. Well, then you go fucking live there. What do you think they're leaving? You think they're yeah. leaving because it's great? Nobody nobody leaves a Hilton hotel to go to a Holiday Inn. Like, yeah. doesn't make any sense. That's it. I mean, because all those people are, for the most part, are probably going to stay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Would you want to go home to a shithole? Yeah, no, they're not no going way. back to yeah. Germany or, no. or going back to Middle East, Middle East or yeah. whatever they Fuck come no. from. 746,000 Ukrainian employable beneficiaries are expected in the job centers by the end of the year. A paper in the crisis penned the, by the agency seen by Devault reportedly reads, the publication goes on to note that should this pile on the German social welfare system occur, it would spike Germany's unemployment rates by over 50%, with around 47% of Germany's unemployed as of December having already been from a migrant background. Wow. Hmm. Weird. Hey, man, let's bring him to America. Let's do it over here, too, while we're at it. We're letting him in through the southern border. Why not? I know. We can bring him over to the White House and I can sniff him. Give me Smell like tacos. What's your name? Test. What's your name? <laughs> Sniffles. Sniffles. I just can't believe this crap, dude. I can't. I mean, I can, but it's just a good grief. Good grief. What the hell is going on? Well, Pete Buttigieg quarantines after testing positive for coronavirus, and he also comes out and says that essentially armed security isn't going to help prevent gun shootings. Like, oh, please, weigh in more, Mr. Expert. Please tell me more, because you couldn't even handle a port of L.A. Like, shut the hell up. Oh, my God. I know. That's, it's like the last person I think anybody wants to hear. Yeah. He was a mayor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Google snubs D-Day anniversary celebrates invention of espresso machine in Google Doodle. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. What is it? Uh, you know how, like, on the Google homepage, when you open up Google, has the word, if it's like a holiday, they do something special with it. Oh, yeah. So they didn't really honor D-Day. They just, let's pull this up real quick. Let's look for ourselves. Yeah, I guess look. they uh, they honored the invention of the espresso. Oh, yeah, there it is. Sure as day. Uh, it's just... Um, this is the espresso this machine. This is the espresso machine. But, uh, hey, fuck those guys on that beach over there. You know, whatever. Really? I bet if there were, like, openly gay soldiers on Normandy, you'd be celebrating the shit out of it right now. Probably. Probably. I mean, here's the thing. Though. Do, I, do I care? No. This is Google. I mean, yeah. it's like saying, it's like, why, does that, why does that pig keep oinking like a pig? Well, because it's a fucking pig. It's a pig. That's what these companies are. They're pigs. A Expect big, them to oink. Pig. A big fat pig. Big fat pig. Yeah. Expect them to do this. This is what they do. I mean, it could be seen as kind of rude, but still, I mean, what do you expect from these people? These people don't give a fuck about those that have sacrificed for this. They don't give a shit about that. Mm -mm. They never will. They're leftists. Why would they? But, no. Nah. I mean, it's at least it's a cool little animated graphic. You know, I just really want an espresso. Yeah, well, Google opted against highlighting the 78th. Dude, it's been 78 years. Good Lord. Hmm. Good Lord. 78 years of the D-Day anniversary. That's just nuts to me. The, the best year, like the greatest generation. It's like it's dying off. Like it's almost gone. That's crazy. Are there any people left? I think there are. There's a few. Not a lot. I thought there was like one from World War Two. Yeah, let's look this up. It's a good question. I'll let you look it up. While I look up more. Get my get my articles back or keep reading this. 
Today's coffee stain Google Doodle is in honor of Angelo Moradino, the Italian innovator who created the espresso machine, noted 9to5 Google of the search engine's accompanied espresso-themed animation. The Masters of the Universe completely ignored that June 6th is also the anniversary of D-Day invasion, a pivotal moment of the war of World War II. And there's some images from the uh, Higgins boats and the ramps dropping them, hitting the beach. Jesus, that's a lot of open ground to cover. Good Lord. That is a lot of open ground to cover. <clears throat> Google wrote of its selection, Happy 171st birthday, Angelo Moridano. Today, coffee lovers sip in tribute to the godfather of the espresso machines, adding, Once upon a time in 19th century Italy, coffee was the hottest item around. Unfortunately, brewing methods require... Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway, I get the point here, but uh, I mean, yeah. this is this is Google being Google. There's still, there's still a few. There's still a few. I thought there was. Yeah. This is Bud Anderson. He's 100 years old. Jesus. Richard uh, Baranak. He's 97. This guy's 99. I mean, that's impressive. That is. Not only did you survive World War II, but you you also lived to be 100 years old. That's crazy. I mean, you can imagine the stuff that, that those people have, have seen yeah. or want to forget. Hmm. Now we're seeing that Joe Biden's apparently going to do his first press interview in 100-something days. You know who he's doing it with? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that That's, guy's so cool. I wonder uh, if Jimmy's going to do it blackface, dressed yeah. as Carl Malone. <laughs> you think Jimmy's going to ask him some hard questions? <laughs> yeah. Are you, yeah. Just what a joke. What a dog and pony show. Joe, like, what kind of ice cream do you really like? <laughs> hey, Joe, what color shocks are you wearing? Hey, man, I'm wearing white shocks. And everybody's going to applaud. Oh, he's so brave. He's such a good president. So do you think I could get Hunter to make me a painting? <laughs> His pornos um, are great. I love them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reported, uh, frustrated at seething Joe Biden, angry about flailing presidency. President Joe Biden is getting more frustrated by his flailing presidency, according to another report in the established media. Politico's Jonathan Lemire cites five White House officials and Democrats close to Biden's administration who point to the greatest source of West Wing frustration coming from behind the resolution or the resolute desk. Um, Biden is exasperated, the reports say, that his approval ratings are below former President Donald Trump's. Dude, you know you fucked up when you're below Trump's. You know you fucked up. Trump had a great presidency other than all these criminals in the White House or in, in government. It's just funny, though, because the very same guy, he's, like, hoisted on this pedestal of hate, yeah. this throne of hell that he wants to, like, put him on. It's like, Trump is, hey, man, Trump's the devil. It's like, well, you're doing worse than he did. What does that say about you? He had world peace under his administration. Under Biden, it's the yep. world is collapsing. 100%. In front of us. <laughs> The report also notes Biden is far more prone to salty language behind the scenes than popularly known as erupted and erupted over the optics of the baby formula shortages. Um, the Politico report adds that other recent stories outing Biden's flailing presidency, including the NBC report detailing a frustrated president reminding his staffers that he is the president and a CNN story detailing his messaging struggles online despite a team of over 70 people dedicated to online straight. You have 70 people 70 people for online strategies? I wonder how many of them are TikTok influencers. Jesus. Maybe that's know, your problem man. right there, you idiots. That's what I forgot they did that shit where mm -hmm. they tapped a bunch of yep. TikTok. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. Some 18-year-old teeny bopper yeah. with their ass cheeks hanging out, lecturing me on like, hey, guys, we have inflation not because of Biden, but because of the, the Russian war in Ukraine. Okay? What are the odds? By the way, this is my skincare routine. Nobody yeah. fucking cares. What are the odds that in that $40 billion stimulus package that they mm. put together yeah. some of that money was for this purpose for what for his online presence team 
Uh, I don't know. To go out and recruit people to make them try to look good. I don't know. Where would we find that information? Um, because they have to have it in there somewhere, right? They have to have the language in there. It's because it wasn't just forty billion straight out. It was there was also equipment. I think it was something along the lines of like nineteen to twenty was actual in cash billion. I I know it's still a high number. I know that. But I'm like, just saying it's, it's so crazy. Yeah. But there's no because even Rand Paul was like, well, can we at least get oversight? Like, what's wrong with you? It's like, well, I'd like to know where the. Yeah. How dare you? Don't exactly. you, don't you care about Ukraine? Well, I also care that this money gets to where it's supposed. Well, you just uh, these people are. What if I just said no? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I apologize. I did. I, a, I, uh, I don't care. I'm trying to fix this country that we live in so it doesn't yeah. completely sink into the ocean. The people that I represent, it's their money, so I'm kind of like in charge of making right. sure that it goes where it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, I guess if we want to accept refugees, we've already accepted like 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. It's been I mean, a lot. It seems like, I don't know. Biden called Saudi Arabia a pariah during his presidential campaign and vowed to treat them as such. But he might relent as the West desperately needs more oil from the Saudis as gas prices continue to rise through the summer. Uh, at this point, Biden's presidency is an abject failure. High inflation, record high gas prices, an extended baby formula shortage, a long-lasting border crisis, and an extended Russian war in Ukraine. The recent mass shootings under his watch only exasperated Biden further as he unrealistically demanded full-scale gun control as a response. This is always the case. Every single time this happens, it's like this just... This chart, it's just a circular chart. The shooting happens. We must do something. Left yeah. fights the right. Right fights the left. Nothing happens, which I'm okay with because I don't want anything to happen. These are these are our rights. And we're on to the next thing. And the next thing. Don't don't pay any attention to that inflation, though, and those high gas prices. Don't talk about that. I know. What's wrong with you if you do? Like, what's Kathy Griffin think about things? Oh, dude, you see what she's saying now dude, about, like, she's... who even cares about this lady? This one, she's such an old hag. Like, you get up there and you post a picture of you holding decapitated President Donald yeah. Trump's head, and then you get all kinds of shit for it, and then you sit there and you know, cry victim, like, he broke me! I, I wish you would Well, I'm not going to say I'll get banned, but you know what I'm thinking. Control-Alt-Delete. But this piece of shit. Like she, she comes I, out, there's like, I believe Amber Heard over that boozed out Johnny Depp. It's like, well, you're not a juror, Kathy. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about you, you idiot. You big, you big stupid face. You big, you gambero. She's not even funny. I'm not 100% sure that she isn't Andy Dick. <laughs> I think they're the same person. You think, you think that's Andy Dick and drag? They, I can see that. You know, they look almost identical. They do. I could see that. So she's like a, a pancake faced Andy Deck. I think so. I could see that. I could see that. And I mean, and nobody likes Andy Dick either, I don't think. Yeah, he kind of really fell from good graces. He did, what did he do? He, like he did a bunch of trolling, didn't he? What did he do? I don't know. He's just people stopped liking him for some reason. And he was he was kind of on top there for a while. Like uh, him and like um Polly Shore. Polly Shore, but uh, who's the other one? Tom Tom Green? Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in the 90s. Yeah. They were kind of like just crushing it, and then it just got kind of like... They were uh, on the rise there, for sure. They were. Uh, them and Dane Cook, and then the rest of them. And like, Dane yeah. Cook. That dude, guy was always a douchebag. He seemed like it. Then they accused him of like stealing jokes, too. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Joke thief. Joke thief, you son of a bitch. 
Well, well, that does it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Shorter episode. I closed out all of my my talking point stories. But we got FitCon coming up this weekend in DFW. It's going to be on Saturday. Uh, you can check out the FitCon on Instagram. Shell Shock will have a booth there with some great prizes, great gifts, great stuff out there at the booth, discounted products. So if you're going to be in the DFW area, we will have our booth out there at FitCon. is hosted by Rob and Dana Lynn Bailey from Flagner Fail. They're putting on this event. We're one of the uh, top-tier uh, sponsors of the event. We're proud of that. So make sure you come check out the booth. We appreciate your love and support over there. And all month, don't forget, we have the Blueberry Halo Gummies going for $29.99 for $20. That's a damn good deal. These things will get you high. They'll get you feeling good. We also have the rack out gummies, which are THC free. Mm-hmm. You will not fail a drug test. It will help you sleep through the night. And we have amazing CBD oil that is great flavored. Amazing flavors. They taste really good. It doesn't taste like you're eating grass yeah. or ass, whichever you're into. I don't know. You know, another product that's really great that doesn't have any THC in it, but has all the benefits of full spectrum is our broad spectrum. Broad spectrum, yeah. So we don't really talk about it that much, mm-hmm. but it's one product that we do have that. The grape's really good. Yeah, the grape is. The grape is really good. Yeah, the, I think our flavors are, are top are of the line. Good. Yeah, I like them. I mean, you should check it out. Check it out. Go stuff. give it a look. See that is shellshockcbd.com. American made pigeons, not chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to have, a man? Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys bright and somewhat early tomorrow afternoon, right here on the All American Savage Show podcast. As always. You stay savage, America.